0: finally. Guys, I'm so sorry we're late. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. I had court tonight, actually, uh, which started at, I think, five and ended at something like seven. Then I had to have dinner, so that's why I'm a little bit late tonight. Also, we're having some technical difficulties, and I apologize if the screen looks a little bit framey. I don't know what that's about. Kristen, you look absolutely lovely tonight, by the way. A little bit of uh, Jordan and Kristen history here. That's actually, I believe I'm right to say, the dress you wore the night you haven't heard what I'm going to say yet.
1: I know what you're going to say.
0: <laughs> the night that I introduced you to my parents.
1: That's right. That's right. You're amazing how it's that's such a talent how you remember all of my outfits. I have a great
0: picture of you like in this discussion with my mom where you've got this really intense look on your face. <laughs> and then I got another picture there of my dad who looks like he's like a, a mob boss, kind of like leaning over the table. <laughs> you know what I mean? With like. You know, one of those red and white checkered uh, tablecloth things at an Italian restaurant can <laughs> be more stereotypical, like he was really, going to make you an offer or something.
1: It was a really important discussion, penny vodka or spaghetti. I mean, he was really, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was a fun night.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, let's, let's get started here. So I want to continue tonight. And again, I'm pol- I am apologize for being late, but I want to continue tonight with uh, talking to you about overcoming anxiety, not just dealing with it but absolutely overcoming it. So part one, I spoke about the importance of really watching what you put in your mind, okay? You can't just, you know, put anything in your mind, put all these negative things in your mind and expect to have a good mental health, for lack of a better word, okay? Yesterday, we spoke about a bunch of things, not the least of which was the importance of getting outside of yourself, that anxiety is an inward emotion, you have to get outside of yourself, focus on the world around you, in particular, on other people, focus on their needs, focus on how you can help them. And we talked about how you could do this in a a really big way, like volunteering at hospitals and things like that, which, by the way, will make you feel good about yourself too. But also just on a day to day basis with your interactions with people. Even if it's somebody, you know, at the toll booth or as someone at Dunkin Donuts, just to talk with them, get comfortable with that sort of person, The, the more time you spend outside of yourself thinking about others and the less time you spend inside yourself, okay, the less anxious you're gonna feel, all right? Now, one of the important keys here is not just casting, not just moving from inward and outward and just casting your focus from inside to outside, but also casting your focus on God. So last night we spoke about how, you know, you're really three things, right? You're a body, you're a mind, and you're a soul. And we spoke. We've spoken mostly about the mind tonight. Tonight, I want to talk more about the soul part, the spiritual part. And understand this: one of the mistakes I think a lot of people make is they think that when you become a Christian and you 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 sign up for what God has for you, that He's just going to start downloading stuff into you. And we see this. A lot of people make this mistake. So we see, for example, when people first come to Christ, and other people in the church are like. Well, how come they're still dressing scandalously? How come they're still smoking cigarettes? How come they're still, you know, drinking? By the way, those are things that are going to cause anxiety too, okay? You know, how come they still use profanity? How come they watch, you know, movies they shouldn't watch? It's like, just relax. They just started, okay? Things, you know, this is a process. Well, overcoming anxiety is no different, okay? God is not just going to download an anti-anxiety spiritual pill into your brain. That's just not how it works, Okay, you have to persevere. And a lot of the Bible, by the way, is about perseverance. Okay, part of the purpose of this is for God to teach us to Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season. We will reap if we do not give up. That's the point. All right. And one of the things you're going to notice about anxiety is a lot of times. It's two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, maybe sometimes three steps back. But the trick is you have to keep going. And just by going every day, someday you get to a point where you look back and you say, wait a minute, this thing that I'm doing now, this was like the most difficult thing in the world for me six months ago. And yeah, maybe there are still things that are hard for me, but look how far I've come. Second Corinthians 4.8 says, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed. Okay. And so the idea here is yeah, you're going to get afflicted by it, but understand that the fact that you're that that healing is a process and the fact that you still feel some pain doesn't mean you're not getting better, doesn't mean you're not healing. And I think what happens is a lot of times when they don't get that people, when they don't get that instant gratification, the instant satisfaction, they think, well, this isn't working. Okay. And they give up. But understand, you're going to go through stuff because you have to come out of your comfort zone. You're There is no solution to this that involves you sitting at home in your comfort zone, waiting for God to download a solution into your brain. So you just like are hypnotized and it's gone like that. That's not how this works. Okay. But what you can do is you can begin to venture outside of your comfort zone, understanding what Philippians 4.13 says, which is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens." Me, You know, anxiety in a lot of ways actually is, is a good impetus for you to say, you know what, God, I can't do this by myself. I need your help. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. God wants you to do that. God humbles the proud. Humility is an important part of our spiritual work, spiritual walk. And it's necessary, listen to this, humility is necessary for you to take your cares and your anxieties outside of you and put them on God. God. God wants to carry your anxieties for you. He wants to take these outside of you. But humility, okay, understanding you can't do this by by yourself, humility is critical to that. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So casting your anxiety on him, is predicated on you being humbled. And if you've gone through anxiety, you've probably had some very humbling experiences. Guys, listen, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I was not able to start overcoming anxiety until I was sufficiently humbled, until I had failed so much in life that the pain of frankly being a loser finally exceeded the pain of the anxiety, okay? That was very humbling, but that provided the impetus for the healing. Okay, so with the humbling comes the healing. So it's a good thing. Now, you might say, okay, well, look, I can cast my cares upon God. I have no problem saying that I need God's help. But how does that help me when I'm going out into into an area outside of my comfort zone? Okay, it means this. This is what it means. It means understanding that when you go outside of your comfort zone, God is with you. And God is like your portable comfort zone. That's the thing. Listen, we all kind of know this, right? Let's say you go off to college and, you know, everyone there is new, right? You don't know anybody, but then you have a roommate. Okay, fine. You're comfortable with this person. And it's a lot easier to go meet new people with that roommate or with someone else, right? Because that person's like a comfort zone for you. You know, with children, their parents are a comfort zone. The things that maybe they're afraid of doing, if mom or dad are there, maybe they're not as afraid. Hey, listen, I was going through that. I remember one time, uh, you know, I used to have trial anxieties. I remember uh, my dad wanted to see me in trial and just thought, Oh, good, because now I feel more comfortable. Well, good news. God goes with you. God is your comfort zone. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Okay? Psalm 23.4 says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. All right, so that's the idea here, guys. Listen, anxiety is like this binary situation, right? You're okay in your comfort zone, but you can't function at all outside of it. What you need to understand here, okay, is that God is your portable comfort zone. He goes with you, but the key here is with you. He doesn't go in place of you. So what are today's lessons? Number one, understand this isn't usually instant. You have to persevere. Number two, you cast your cares on God by humbling yourself and understanding, you know, the anxiety is, is by itself fairly humbling, understanding that he cares for you and wants you to cast your anxieties on him. And number three, understanding that when you go into a situation, you can't see yourself as this helpless person in this unfamiliar situation that you can't control But rather, see yourself as someone who can do all things through Christ who strengthens you because God, the creator of the universe, is with you wherever you go. All right? That's my message for you tonight.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. And I think you just set a lot of people free in their minds because I think that as Christians, we sometimes have this underlying feeling that what is wrong with me? this should be instant. What is wrong with me? That should be instant. And giving yourself permission to say, not only is a process okay, but God sometimes prefers to use, oftentimes prefers to use a process for you to have a relationship with him, a relationship of trust. And so you, by saying that about knowing it's not probably, 99.9% Ninety nine point nine percent of the time gonna be instantaneous. Can God just heal you of this, that, or the other, whatever it is, anxiety? Yes. But it is a process and for a purpose. So you I think a lot of people have anxiety about overcoming anxiety and I think you just freed a lot of people and blew their mind. So that, blew that their mind. that's pretty good of me. <laughs> very good. Very good. Because um that's that's very important to remember. Absolutely, that it's a process and humbling. You're right. You're right. So many things in life are, and that's that's where we get our true, um, just spiritual maturity and growth. So so many times. So just like I enjoyed the sermon last night, I really enjoyed the sermon tonight.
0: <laughs> Thank you for your positive <laughs> affirmations. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. So the tonight's verse is actually from Galatians five one and. Um, you know, this actually goes perfectly with what we're talking about tonight. It says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Lord, thank you that we can stand on the truth that we are free. We are free. We act like we're in bondage so many times. We act like we still have the chains. It's like You've t- you have the key. You have the victory, God. You have set us free. You have, you have unlocked the chains, broken the chains, and yet it's like we choose to cling to them sometimes. We choose to go back to that place. But God, help every one of us to realize that you have set us free, and who the Son sets free is free indeed. We are alive in you. We know your truth. God, there's so much confusion in the world. There's so much so much injustice, so many lies, so many, so many things that are just not the way you intended. But God, we have the key. We have the answer. And prayer is the key that unlocks every door. So help us to just really plant your roots of truth firmly in our heart, God, to know you and be known by you, God, to be steadfast, to stand, having done all to stand, to put our blinders on, and look towards you, Lord, for the battle is yours and we fight not against flesh and blood, but we know we have the answer and we have the victory and Satan is crushed under our feet and everything along with him. And even when things take a process, Lord, we're reminded that you are not, you do not grow impatient with us. You do not just just say, oh, well, I gave you your chance, but God, you are working with us to see your purpose come to pass for us. And you're working on us. And you always be working on us till the day that you return, God, because you want so much for us. You are the perfect father. You are the perfect lover of our souls. And you just say, just shut all that out. Just shut all those voices out. Just shut the, the, this is, you know, the, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that or you're this. That is not for me. Just shut all that out and focus again on me. Focus on me. Don't focus on your problem. Don't focus on something you've done. Don't focus on something you could have done better. Don't focus on regrets or anything. Just fix your eyes on me. That's what I want you to do. I forgive you. I love you. I'm calling you. Lord, I just feel like you're telling so many people that are are feeling regret or feeling like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn. And you're just telling them, you're just calming their souls and being saying, be still. Be still. Just trust me. Just just put your, fix your heart and your eyes on me. Just be still. Just don't think about that. Don't, don't turn to the right or the left. Don't, don't go there. Just come follow me. Leave everything behind and just come follow me. Just, you are a new creation. I have a new purpose for you. And I have so many wonderful treasures in store, but just, just lay it all down. You are not those things. You are not what the enemy tries to tell you. You are not your past. Take a look at your future. Take a look at me. Stop looking in the rear view mirror. Look at what's ahead. Take a look at me. I'm going to lead you. Keep your eyes on me. God, help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us to fix our gaze on you and never let go. Hold our hands, God. Lord, thank you that you have such a tight grip on us, a loving grip on us, God, and you will not let us fall because you're holding us up with your righteous right hand. We follow you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, Chris. Another excellent, excellent job by you. Thank you. Turn on my microphone here a little bit. Okay, let's get to our prayer requests. Isabel, this is a very timely prayer, says, pray for me. I need to stop stressing about all that's going on right now. My mind keeps on dealing with anxiety. Well, that's a very timely topic. Well, let me give you a verse. Uh, It's Jesus who says, be anxious about nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, make your petitions known to God, okay, and the peace that passes understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus, all right? So, It's prayer, supplication, and actually with thanksgiving. So we're going to do all those things right now. God, first of all, we submit, Isabel, to you and to your will. God, we thank you for her life, and we thank you that you're doing a great work in her. Isabel, we pray that you cast your cares onto God. Make your petitions known to him. Okay, and God, we pray that you give her the peace that passes understanding to guard her heart and mind. Ours is not a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So give her peace, God. Give her a sound mind and take the anxiety away from her. Help her to just break through. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen. Shaz says, uh, pray for that person so she can forgive and forget her ex-partner.
1: Lord, I pray for Shaz. Lord, I pray that you would just renew her heart and her mind and help her to focus in on you. God, forgiveness is something that we can only find in you new beginnings is something that we can only find in you. And you definitely have a new beginning for her Lord. So God, I just pray that you would come into that situation through your Holy spirit as she starts praising you. And again, it's like what you focus on grows, just like the anxiety. When you start thinking about all the things that this person did or whatever, it can definitely just make you spiral out of control. But if she starts focusing on you and focusing on your love and mercy, God, and and just growing that fruit, Lord, I know you're going to give her the power and and through the Holy Spirit to forgive and to be able to move on because you have a bright future for her in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. I got some prayer requests here for families. I'm going to do one live one, and then some of the other ones. Um, Christopher Bocobo, who writes in, says, "Please pray for my family, friends, and relatives who live outside the country." NG says, hello, I ask for prayer for my family, uh, Cantino Nunez, for my children and my health improves. And Martin says, please pray for my family here in Samoa. Oh, Samoa, we have fans in Samoa now. That's great. Nice. Well, Father God, thank you for Christopher and his family. Thank you for NG and uh, Cantino Nunez and uh, their children. Thank you for Martin and, and their family. God We know you love the family. I pray in Jesus' name for family calm. I got to tell you, actually, I deal with a lot of family crisis in my law practice. And God, I'm going to just, without mentioning names, you know the families I'm talking about. I just give you those situations right now, all of them, Um, whether it's the domestic violence situations, plural, uh, situation where the man just, you know what I'm talking about, just took his own life in front of his daughter and all sorts of other things. God, I pray that you protect these families, that you keep them free from from discord, from argument, from anger, from unforgiveness, from drugs and alcohol, from violence, anything like that. And instead, I pray that you give them for their family the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's really how you got to build a family, man, those things.
1: That's
0: right. Kristen, Madam K, asks you to pray for a breakthrough.
1: All right. Well, Lord, we pray for breakthrough. I pray for that for Madam Kay and everyone listening, Lord. Just like I said last night, I think it was, that we're all in a season. Some of us are in a season of harvest. Some of us are in a season of different things. But we are all in a season of waiting for one thing or another at any given time. Um, and, and you do that so that we always have to dr- draw on our trust with you in prayer. So we thank you, God, for that, that we are dependent on you for all things, even when we don't recognize it. And I pray for breakthrough for her. I pray for breakthrough for this nation, for the nations, the global community, Lord, through financial and relationships and and families and, and healing and uh, every single thing and dreams and and all these emotional issues. In Jesus' name, we pray for your breakthrough. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Our friend Veronica Cabrera says, uh, Hello, my friends. I miss you both. Um, I'm away from the, I guess, internet. Sorry, I can't listen to you guys every day. Sorry, I can't listen to you every day. Please stay praying for me so I can be in good health. Well, actually, Veronica, I don't know if you heard, we prayed for you last night. I think your prayer to us last night was, you had lost everything. I think those were your words. And what our prayer was, for God to be your everything. So God, thank you for Veronica. I'm going to thank God for a fear of the people, actually. Someone's on the topic. Veronica, God, we thank God for Veronica, for Fernando, for Sanjeev, for our friend Ruby Villar, Peter Russell, Christopher, our friend Judy Shami, uh, Kusama, everybody else who's joining us tonight. Thank you for all these people, God. God, I know you're doing a great work in Veronica, which is why she's she's coming under such attack right now. And I just pray... I just pray for her, God, please just heal her of all things. Restore her body to full health. Veronica, if you haven't watched the episode we've done on the importance of taking communion, please go watch that and let me know how that goes. God, we just pray that, you know, we know that your body was broken so we could be healed. And we pray for total, complete healing for Veronica. And we look forward to the day we get a praise report. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Kristen, uh, we'll do that one later. Why don't you pray for Peter Russell here, who just says, I could use some prayer. I was told last year at my work that my talking about my faith offended a customer and that I shouldn't do it anymore, and it's an at-will job. But lately, I've felt more leading to be vocal about it whenever the opportunity presents, regardless of where it is. Please pray I can find a good balance and be able to show God in other ways at work. I will never back down or deny him. but Especially right now, this job is really important. Thanks, and God bless. Love y'all.
1: Mm very very good Peter that's awesome uh such great points you brought up there and I I know that that's beneficial for so many and and so I think you're just um that that's an amazing way to put it and you are a representation of what a lot of other people are feeling uh for various situations in that same type of type of uh, thing that they're facing so in Jesus name lord we pray for your wisdom for Peter because it's not that you know God, you'll provide, you'll provide the financial and everything he needs, God. But obviously you've placed him until you move him on to somewhere else. You've placed him in that area and for him to be a light, he needs to be able to show you and and show who you are. Um, but yet mm-hmm. do it in such a way that people do not, you know, make him lose that job because of it so that he uh, essentially is not able to be effective and stay there. So God, um, we thank you that He, you're going to show him ways just by being your love, being your light, and where he can um, talk about you and and certainly um, not back down in his in his convictions, God, for you. But just give him the wisdom about that, how to do that, and how to go about that, and um, and for the people who are telling him that he can't say uh, anything about his faith, may they come to Christ as well. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: It's good to see Faraz tonight, Evangelist Shamoon. Riza Buenaventura, always good to see her. Osvaldo, uh, who in Spanish says, God bless you shepherds. I love when people call us shepherds or things like that. Yes. Abenego Iza Raymond says, please pray for me. I want God to bless me with a scholarship program in Canada and Australia. Please pray for me and my family. All right. Oh, Abednego. Is that that what the name is? Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I'll go with it. Oh, cool. Okay, well, Abednego, we certainly pray in Jesus' name that God blesses you with scholarship programs in Canada and Australia and wherever else he leads you. You know, I think, Kristen, my church history is a little rusty at the moment, but I I seem to recall that originally Paul was going to take his ministry to Asia, and God turned him around instead of sending him east, sent him west, and, you know, really changed the course of history throughout the world. I would just say, Abednego, you know, we'll stand in prayer for you for what God wants for you. But if he wants you to go somewhere else, just be prepared for that also. You know, yes, yeah. but Father God, we just we thank you for doing a great work in Abednego. And if it's Canada and Australia, then Father God, we pray that you you open those doors there and close the other ones. But wherever it is you want to place him, God, just make it very abundantly clear for him. And uh, we know both that where, where God guides, he provides and where God provides, he guides as well. Actually, Kristen came up with that. So you can thank her for it. Um, So we thank you for that. In Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. I forgot about that. That's good. (laughs) That
0: was a good relationship quote. Because I think what you were saying was, you know, in our relationship, we don't have to worry about, you know, you have to worry about houses and children and colleges and things like that, because where God guides, he provides. But also where God provides, in our case, providing our relationship, he also guides us as well. So it's both. it was your thought. I'm just. That's good. Music.
1: Yeah, it's good objectively. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Brock says, Jordan and Kristen having trouble with my phone. Can't hear you guys. I look forward to watching your prayers. God bless. Oh, uh, what is her first name? Who is it? Mrs. Brock. Oh, Juanita. Juanita. That was it. She's just Mrs. Brock now. That's Juanita. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, she's awesome. She's always very encouraging. So encouraging.
0: Uh Okay. Get, Peter just sent another one. Um, his wife is battling something similar to food poisoning now. Please pray she feels better. He's Just, just pray for that situation.
1: Lord, we pray uh, for your healing, God, and uh, Peter's wife's life, and every, everybody else, Lord, I just pray for your healing. This last night also that I said about the anointing, um, symbolically anointing God we we symbolically anoint your children God all across this world uh, who need healing God who need your your healing in Jesus name we pray for your love and your light to go forth by your stripes we are healed Lord Lord who you are you are healing God you are all we need in Jesus name amen
0: Risa Buenaventura says, um, "Please pray for my nation and especially my family, my work, and my business." Thank you, God. Actually, Kristen, why don't you take that one, and I'll just finish off the rest.
1: Risa, is that right?
0: Yeah, Risa Buenaventura.
1: Okay, Lord, we pray for Risa. We pray for every every aspect of her life, financially, emotionally, relationship-wise, and and physical healing and Just everything that you have for her, breakthrough, spiritual development, God, we pray a hedge of protection around her and her entire family, God. I pray that you guide her to the next place and provide for her what she needs, not just in terms of finances, but in every single way, Lord. Thank you for your promises. Thank you that you know the plans you have for her. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Let's just go through some of the other ones here. What in the world does this even say? Uh, Mrs. Brock wants to know how often we take communion. Well, uh, Mrs. Brock, um, I, I don't do it on a schedule. I do it as I feel we should do it. Actually, Kristen, we have, uh, haven't have done it in a while, and we should do it probably this weekend. You know, I think it's it's important to do pretty regularly. I'm not going to say every week or every month, but it should be, it should be part of your routine. And I do, you know, especially if you're, if you're trying to get breakthrough, and especially if you're talking about um, physical breakthrough. Now, look, the Bible is not a book of spells, right? It's not like uh, if you, if you drink this potion and you eat this cracker or whatever, uh, you know, then something magical is going to happen in your body. That's not it. The The purpose of communion is first of all, to, you know, humble yourself before God renounce your sins, and and it's not just about the eating. It's about inviting God into your body. That's the whole purpose of it, okay? Creating a oneness with God, you know, just just operating as one Spirit. So it's not a matter of of how often. It's how often the Spirit leads you. All right. Let me just—someone uh, just wrote something that I honestly can't read, and it's not translating. So Mukhtar, if you want to send us one in the Messenger— I'm, I'm happy to pray with you. But let's just do some uh, some others that people sent us, some of the short ones. Uh, Kusuma says, please pray for me. Katerina says, pray for me and my family in Guyana. Pray, Nav, pray for my family and protection and blessings for my husband and two sons. Vatija wants a corrections officer job in Fiji. John and Gema just say, pray for me. Harun says, my life. And Racer says, problem. All right. Well, Father God, we lift up Kusuma, Katarina, Pranav, Vatia, John, Harun, Racer, and Gemma to you, as well as Pranav's, as well as well as all their families, and uh, also for Pranav's uh, husband and two sons. We thank you for all of these people. We 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 pray for them for whatever their needs are. These are not specific usually, but you know what they mean. Now, Vitia seems to want a corrections officer job in Fiji. God, I pray that you help that person get that. If that's what you place in their heart, okay. You, your word says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." So, if that's what you've put on His heart, God, then I I know you're going to open the right doors for all of these people, God, and everyone else who's joined us tonight. I pray that if there's any barrier for them to succeed, that you remove it and that you show them what that barrier is. I pray that if you, um, I, I pray that if if they need to advance to get to know more of you in order to come out of of this, these areas of lack that they're in, that they absolutely do that. And God, I pray that they learn that, yes, it's good to pray for specific things, but if you begin to pray for more of God, to have more of, of you, Father God, that all of these other things start to diminish, that a lot of these other things just start to take care of themselves, and more accurately, you start to take care of them before they even become problems. So God, thank you for these things. Thank you that you have a plan for all of our lives to prosper us and not to harm us. Thank you that you go before us and your joy is our strength. And thank you that you are with us wherever we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me just see if I can get this translated. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Mukhtar, I'm sorry. Please, you have to use a service like Google Translate or something. I really just can't understand. But God, uh, for Mukhtar, you understand what he's saying. If he's pr- I can't really understand what this is, but you know what it is. So, God, just pray for Mukhtar. Whatever, we stand with him for whatever it is that he's praying for, whatever needs he needs you to fill. Um, we, we pray for him and his whole family, that they're healthy and prosperous, and um, that all of their needs are met. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, can you lead us in the call to salvation?
1: Yes. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your moment right now. There's no better time than right now. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. You prayed that prayer. We're so excited for you. Just send us a message or comment on the video. We want to know.
0: Amen, Kristen. Another great job. Thanks always for being such a great prayer leader.
1: Oh, thanks for being such a great pastor and uh, having all these great sermons for us to learn from.
0: Pray now. We just prayed for you. I just prayed for your family protection blessings for husband and two sons, uh, for your health, for wisdom, and also for guidance. Uh, we thank you for sending in your prayer requests and, and we will continue to keep you in our prayers whenever you'd like in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, listen, that does it for our show today. It's late. I've had a late day. I'm operating on like hour number 14 right now. Uh, so I'm sorry if I come across a little bit tired today, um, but I, it was a, it was a long day, but thanks for joining us. Thank you. Um, really for, for helping us. It's, it's really a great honor to wake up every day and to know that we get to just help people, all around the world. And we appreciate the praise reports. We appreciate all the kind words from all of you guys. We love you very much. We'll see you here tomorrow night, 7.30, again, Eastern Standard Time. I'll probably do another episode on the Anxiety Series, probably on Gideon, okay? Until then, uh, as always, be blessed and be a blessing.
1: Thanks, everybody. Good night.
0: Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 8:45 on WMCA The Mission AM 570 and FM 102.3.